Good afternoon, everybody. Hello. Welcome to this week's Issues program. I'm back twice in a week. If you didn't already check it out, please check out YouTube on Fill the Issues Guy, the, uh, the YouTube page, to check out this week's Breaking Bad uh, recap episode. Myself and Gotti, who calls into the show quite often, will we'll be, we'll be talking about Breaking Bad pretty after every episode this season. We'll be doing some analyzation. <laughs> we'll analyze that shit, and we'll talk all about what happened in the episode, our opinions, our desires, our thoughts about what's happening next, and what we think where the series is going to go in these last now six episodes that are left after these first two. And as I mentioned before, this is a beginning experiment that I'm going to try, and I'm going to continuously try this experiment as this year goes on, because I'm having a lot of fun doing this and talking directly about something specific for however long the show lasts. It's been an hour and a half and then a two-hour show the last two weeks, so even longer than this show when I'm jumping all over the place. But it is something I want to continue to do in the future. I'm not sure how it, that's going to manifest itself, whether it's going to be individual podcasts for each television show I watch, which would be a lot, or the important ones, the ones that get a little bit more of my attention will get whole podcasts, and then, and then maybe I'll do a shorter or a separate one that talks about some of the less important ones. But I do think two of the series I watch, I do really want to the funnier, cheesier ones I watch, I do want to talk about a little bit this year. And I did two years ago with uh, with Panda, having Panda come on, and we talked about Glee, and we talked about How I Met Your Mother. And I want to see if I can maybe, I'll reach out to her as well and, and see if I can get her on some of those week's podcasts, giving her responses to the episodes as well. And and But for Breaking Bad, it's probably just going to be Gotti and I and then whatever phone conversations we got, uh, whatever phone calls or emails or questions that you guys bring, out, bring up to us, we will talk about those subjects. And you guys are welcome to call in and obviously as obviously that as well. But for the most part, the Breaking Bad podcast will be Gotti and I because we're both invested now. We're here. We need to see how this is all going to finish. And we, we're, we're quite excited about the way Breaking Bad's happened so far. Not a lot of shows kind of hit the home run. And I think this show, coming right out the bat uh, for this last season, has really set the bar, con- continuously pushed the bar that it's set for itself. I think, it's, I think it's difficult when you're comparing it to other shows and other shows that people considered some of the best of all time and how they ended. I think The Sopranos is an interesting example because... Because if I was to break down and start talking about what my favorite shows are of all time, it's it's hard for me. I mentioned in the Breaking Bad podcast that three that come up to my mind right away, and I'm talking about dramas, not necessarily comedies, things that can be funny, but they're you know they're basically dramas. The first three that just pop into my mind immediately right now are Breaking Bad, Oz, and The Sopranos, and I think out of all of them. The Sopranos might ultimately be my favorite when it's at its best, but I think The Sopranos has the shittiest ending of them all. I mean, most people have seen it by this point, and they know what happens. The screen just cuts to black right on Tony, where we don't know whether he gets shot or not. It's really... It's like giving you the payoff of an amazing video game and not getting that good boss fight at the end. You need you need closure. That's what Breaking Bad is doing. Whether I'm going to agree with how they end the series or not, at least they went there. And I'll say the same thing about Oz, too. For everything Oz got goofy in the last 
two and a half seasons comparative to the amazing show that it was in the first half, in the season one, season two, season three, and the first half of season four. It shifted. It got a little bit more ridiculous, but they did give you closure at the end. They they gave you what you needed to realize that that sh- in that last season that that you wanted it to end. You were happy when it ended, and it gave you some sort of closure. It still raised questions, but unlike the Sopranos ending, which ultimately because of David Chase, because of David Chase uh, being an over-intellectual asshat, some could argue. I have a different argument, but some could... I, I think that is the case, but I do believe he had an ending in mind that because of because of unforeseen circumstances that happened uh, with Tony's mother, I'm blanking on her name right now, the real actress's name, with her dying, with Livia dying, the, the real Livia... <laughs> It really caused him to change up everything in his scripts, script ideas, and his whole structure of the storyline. From what I've heard and put, to, put together through interviews and DVD commentaries, the initial idea was to have season three be a, like, would she or wouldn't she season about would of Tony kind of kissing her ass and having to kowtow to her of whether she would testify against him, leading into some sort of big fight that they had at the end and maybe some, some surface problems going on at the same time. Then season four probably would have been the trial of Tony Soprano. And then season five theoretically would have been the last season that they did. And it would have been Tony getting out of jail or Tony dealing with jail. And then maybe season six would have been the last. And I think that, and I think I read this somewhere. I might be making this up or just a vibe I get. I think the series would have ended with Tony killing his mother. That would have been the last thing we see, Tony killing his mother. And that is a great ending, especially considering everything that happened in that series. How the Sopranos ended this time is it just, they just cut it. They just cut it in mid-scene, whether he got killed or whether he didn't get killed. It's a debate that many people can have. I've actually recently had this debate with somebody um, that claimed, or that was claiming that they think that all the signs show that Tony did not die. And I was saying, well, that that is true, but what about this, this, and this? You know, what about what about what Bobby said and the fact that David Chase made sure he repeated that about when we die, it just goes to silence. What about the guy that kind of looked like Tony's dad that just kept checking out Tony? I do think the ending, in a way, I understand where what he was doing with that and trying to keep it open-ended so anything could happen and so that the audience could 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 give their own perspective of what they thought Tony was and to the judge almost on a ha- is the glass half full or half empty thing what they thought about Tony as a person if you thought Tony was a real bad person and everything that happened in season six made him deserve to die a lot of people could project the the image of him dying there or people that thought Tony was ultimately a good man that was forced into this life by family circumstances that maybe he lived and was able to get his life back in order I don't know where I stand on it. I, I guess if I had to make a decision, I think I think Tony died. But I do also think that David Chase kept this open for the potential to, to have a movie. And that's really what he wanted. He wanted to eventually have a movie and do it that way so he could so he could bring Tony back. Because he left a lot of open open-ended storylines. He left a lot of situations that didn't get finished. Things like Tony's 
the the whole the whole prison case, uh, the whole prison case, the whole uh, court case that is involved with the FBI getting turning certain people, turning state's evidence against Tony, and that the the tr- that when he was talking to his lawyer in the end of season six, when he was talking about how it was just a matter of time before he was busted. I just think that if the Sopranos had a chance to close out the way that they wanted to close out, or if Chase wasn't such a pig-headed ass fuck, that literally I think just wanted to fuck with fans, so he put in all that veto storyline, just because he knew people wouldn't necessarily like it, not because of the homosexual factor, but because it was boring, stupid, awful storytelling with a non-compelling character. That The guy who played Vito is non-compelling at all. So basically the point of all this, why I'm, why I'm even saying any of this right now, is to let you know that please check out my Breaking Bad podcast. They will be Sundays at about 10, 15, 10, 30 after the episode is on. Then, then it'll be almost immediately posted onto YouTube. It won't be in a, then I'll link that on the website so you can listen to it on YouTube on the website. This won't be just an audio podcast. And a lot of it will be audio, but I'm not posting it on the website and hosting it on the, you know, with the other issues programs and stuff. So it's going to be its own entity uh, as a YouTube podcast video. If I get enough demand for it and people let me know that they want audio versions of it, I will reach out and see what I can do about getting the audio versions added to the website so you can download them and listen to them on your MP3 players and all that. But other than that, please listen to it on your cell phone, listen to it in your car, listen to it at home, and talk and think about Breaking Bad because this because we are in the golden age of television and this show is really doing some amazing, amazing things. So yes, yeah, so please check out my Breaking Bad podcast it's really fun. Gotti and I are having a really good time bringing to you all this stuff that we're thinking about while we're watching the episodes. So, I digress, and I change the subject. And do you know what I'm changing the subject to? Something really disgusting. I'm sorry, it's disgusting. It is gross. It is yucky. It is poopy in your potty. <laughs> right now, guys, I'm not wearing any underwear. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about it. I'm saying it. I'm going to bring up this this crap right now. I'm not wearing underwear. And I'm not wearing underwear because of any political reason <laughs> or any sexual reason. It is because I was on my way to somewhere very, very early this morning. I had to be somewhere early, and it's one of those situations where if I left 15 or 20 minutes late, I'd be in trouble. But if I left right, like, too early, I'd be there a half an hour, an hour early. But if I left on time or 15 minutes later than I would have been, I would have, I would have been too late. It, it's traffic in the morning is really strange. And it, and it, and it flips, flips you around and pats you on your bottom. And you really need to be selective of the way and the time that you take off. So I got up really early. I mean like 4 o'clock in the morning early. And I was up sitting in bed. And I ended up getting out of my bed at 5.45 in the morning to go out at 6. But before I went out, I, in fact, yes, I did. I tried to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I went there and I, I tried to poo-poo in the potty. You know, I thought of my uh, Kirstie Alley and John Travolta singing to me even, and that didn't work. That always works. If all else fails, thinking of John Travolta's face always makes me poop. But no, it didn't work. It was horrible. It was one of those, I, I thought I suddenly was trapped inside an Eddie Murphy joke. Uh, you ever be sitting on that toilet and you struggle for a long time, a long, long time, and then one little pebble shit comes out? <laughs> you stick your head up your asshole. Is that all the shit I'm going to get, motherfucker? And for whatever it was worth, that's what I was thinking about. And I couldn't poop. 
So I had to take off because I was running out of time. I wasted getting up at the butt crack of dawn to, to, because my butt crack wasn't working. <laughs> Sorry. Because my butt crack wasn't working. I suddenly turned into Bill, like I had raw in my mind. So I had, a, I had, a res- I had to do the response to that like, Eddie, like uh, Bill Cosby there. And then it doesn't matter. So I got off on the road. And I'm driving on the road, and I forgot my water, which sucks. You know, you have that morning, and I had to go somewhere and talk. So I needed water, and I was so I stop at a gas station to drink some water. I get to the gas station. I start to kind of feel like maybe I need to do something. You know, maybe a little thing needs to poke out the poopy. A little poopy needs to poke. And I look at the gas station bathroom, and it is disgusting. I mean, too disgusting. It's not one of these things that I could even think about doing. It was gross. Nastiness on all kinds of levels. So I'm driving around, and right then, it's kicking in. You know that feeling in your stomach? You can't go any further. It's it's just pushing, and, and, and you... You want it to stop, but you can't let it stop, but it keeps going and going and going, and it hurts. I was getting that feeling. And then that feeling manifested itself into feeling like I had to uh, pee. (laughs) Yes, I needed to pee because both things are so connected. It's It's like one thing's brown and one thing's clear and yellow, but they're both connected. This is my whole life experience at at 12. That's all I do is take a poop. <laughs> so that's what my whole act is, is, me talking about taking a poop. So needless to say, I was in trouble. So I'm driving around and looking for some woods, looking for some woods to pee, because I'm like, I at least need to pee. You know, half of this needs to go good. Maybe that will relieve some of the tension on the other end. Boy, was I wrong. But I did find an interesting area. I found a little woodsy area that was connected to this building that looked at, that I didn't know what kind of building it was at first. But I look up and I'm like, oh, what kind of building is that? So I go in the woods behind it and I attempt to pee. But I can't. It's one of those things where every time I try to do the push, the pee, the other situation, and I was struggling. Like I said, I needed to go to a work thing where I would need to function at a high level around a lot of different people. And I couldn't just, and I feel awkward. I can't lie. I'm not one of these people that can go to a place where I'm working and go, hey, can I use the bathroom? And then put myself in that bathroom, especially a lot of times I'm going to these like public settings where these bathrooms are very close to the area in which I'm doing my thing. So where I'd have to do my thing very close to where I'd have to do my thing. And I didn't want to do my thing there because that was gross. So I started panicking in the woods. I'm running around panicking. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Where am I going to poo? Where am I going to poo? What am I going to do? I need to poo. It turns into some cheesy musical that I'm singing about poo. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. He loves you and he loves poo. Sometimes it's green and sometimes it's blue. <laughs> Even if you're a Jew. And right at that point, I kind of look out the corner of my eye, and I'm like, I, I guess I could poop in the woods. I guess I, I guess I could, but I was like, I need paper towels or something. I'm not, I'm not doing the leaf thing. I'm not on Survivor. I mean, if I'm winning a million dollars, if I'm, if I had a chance to win a million dollars, I would probably poop in the woods and use leaves. 
that I mean that would be what I would do. I, I I just function and do it. Or if I wasn't going again, if I wasn't going to a work situation and I could very quickly or find a place to get get into a shower right afterwards, I would use it. But I guess if I could get to a shower that quick, I could just hold the poo. But but anyways, so I, I find a little opening in the woods, and I you know I put I you know I. I shit in the woods. I shit in the fucking woods. Now, a couple things. At that point, I looked up. Right as I'm pooping, I look up and I realize what kind of building this is. Because this is so early in the morning, there's no one there. But it's a fucking church. I'm pooping in the woods by a church. I'm going to hell. If there's a hell, I'm going. And I forgot to mention, this isn't the first time this summer this pooing situation has happened. If I leave my house too early in the morning and I don't properly prepare to poo, I mean, I think it's a credit to myself because I'm very regular. (laughs) There's certain times in the day that I need to poo. It's not like I can put that off and have everything change. When things change, my body feels all warped and weird and uncomfortable. But the way that everything's set up, you know, the time period I get up at like 8 o'clock in the morning, 7, 8 in the morning, my normal wake-up time. Oh, that's ridiculous. I used to be someone that could sleep till 12 o'clock. Now I'm up at – when I do sleep, I'm up at like 8 every day or 7.30 every day, even on days I'm not working. That's why a lot of times I've been doing morning or very early afternoon issues programs where ultimately, I mean, I would probably rather do it around this time or even in the evening or the nighttime, but – I'm sitting around my house on a day that I know a show's going on, and I'm up so early, I'm wandering around. I'm like, oh, uh, ooh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with myself? I don't have work today. Today's an issues day. Uh, no one versus one today. Uh, got, I got everything edited. What am I going to do? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll do some doodle. No. <laughs> or I'll do a show. So I'm very regular to the time period that I like to poo. So... When I'm out early in these mornings and and poo time rolls around, it 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 poop it screws me up. And while I was in the woods the other day, I was visited by a magical mystical creature known as Okay, so yeah, Donkey Kong came <laughs> came out of nowhere. If you couldn't figure that out, I just needed to stall some time while I went over and got something. <laughs> but yes, so in fact, I did poop in the woods. I'm proud of it. Uh, where am I going to poo? What am I going to do? I need to poo. I want to do. Uh, where am I going to do? Oh, where are you going to poo? Where am I going to poo? What am I going to do? So I can't help myself. At times when I need to do it, I need to do it. I'm regular. I need those times. So pooping in the woods is something that I don't have a lot of experience with. And as I mentioned, if I was in Survivor and wanted to win a million dollars, I would in fact use the leaves, but I didn't have leaves at my, at my, at my, I couldn't do the leaves because I didn't have a shower. I couldn't get somewhere private to do to to you know to get rid of this leave action after the fact. I could, don't even have a, a lake to 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 
to bathe my bottom. So, so the only thing I could think to do, and I forgot to mention, this doesn't make sense because I'm not being specific about where I need to be and what I need to do, but this thing I needed to do early in the morning, I needed a paper towel for it, and I had a single half of a paper towel that I needed to use for this event that I was going to. Don't ask why, but there's certain things that wouldn't work without that paper towel, and I thought about using that paper towel, and then I was like, I won't have a thing. I don't have a thing. I need that thing. They don't get this, this place. I remember this place. This place doesn't have paper towels. This place is outside. I can't do that. So I did the only thing a reasonable gentleman in the world would do. Some would say, oh, you put your pants up and you smelled like the poopy all day. No, I didn't smell like the poopy all day. What I did, what I did was, was, was ripped my underwear off, ripped the boxer shorts off into shreds, used them for toilet paper, then dug a hole, buried it, buried everything, then used a lot of hand sanitizer on every part of my body, or all my hands and stuff, and, uh, and that was it. So that is why I'm walking around today, everybody, with no underwears. I am sorry about that, and, and this, everybody, from me to you, has been some shit from the can. Exactly. It was simple. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And in the midst of all this poopy, <laughs> it, se- it seems to be we have a caller. Hey, Gotti, how's it going today? Whammy! Whammy! <laughs> and that's what we have with Gotti. We have some whammies. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is scotch, scotch. Oh, this, is this not Gotti? Is this... This is someone drinking some scotch. A drunk. We have a drunk asshole on the phone. Hi, drunk asshole. How are you? Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Oh, yes. We have the one and only Ron Burgundy. How's it going, you piece of shit, you fucking asshole? I love you. I want to put you on my lap and spank you and call you my daddy. Yeah, doesn't that sound exciting? It sounds cool. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, too. It, this has been a while since I've uh, since I've heard from you. It's been a while. I remember I remember you uh, you called in once uh, talking like Mr. Jim Rome. I think. <laughs> yeah. I miss Jim Rome. Go on with what? Go on with nothing. Now I'm gonna fuck with you and just say like really awful things like blah 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 cocksucker motherfucker. Blah. You are messing with me, big guy. Get on my lap. Come on, just get on my lap. Oil yourself up. A lot of people have been accusing me of, you know, of like too much. Buddy the elf. (laughs) Buddy the elf. Too much dirty sexual talk. You know what I can say with that? I'm gonna stick my dick in your ear and make and make love to you. What? What's that with audio? What? What would they? Ocular? Would that be? No, that would be fucking an eye. What would be fucking an ear? Uh, eerie, eerie fucking ear. I think I would rather fuck an ear than an eye. Mm. I don't know. The what if? Would you rather? Fu- Excuse me, caller. Would you rather fuck an ear or an eye? <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> boobs. boobs. Okay. You rather fuck boobs? Okay. I get it. What's it in your lips? It's so good. <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. Yeah, I do. I I, reg- I regret answering your call too. <laughs> Oh my god, how dare you call me that? You don't know that. Just because I like to, you know, stick my dick in anything warm does not make me a whore. 
You're a dirty man. A dirty, dirty man. <clears throat> Hello. How are you, sir? <clears throat> uh -oh, I almost hear a real voice there. Could this be the long-lost hero of Mordor? Could, could, could this be the star... Could this be the star of such movies as Never Been Kissed and uh, and, uh, and Step Brothers? Is this is this the one and only John C. Riley? Son of a beasting! She's turning the entire office against us. Yes, we've got him. How are you today, John? I'm good, sir. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello Clarice. It's the cocaine is in the back. <laughs> the cane it's is... The, it's, it's in the back, sir. When was the last time you shit in the woods? Uh, speaking of that, I'm actually going camping this weekend, so... Mm -hmm. When was the last time I shit in the woods? Probably the last time you camped. Would it be the, probably the last time you camped? No, I... Oh, man, when was the last time I shit out in public? It's tough. It, it, it's one of these things that, like, I can I can hear cars zipping by while you're thinking. Oh, car, it was cars. I one time, pissed myself on the uh, on the golf course. <laughs> is it is it better to shart your pants or is it better to shit in public? Which what would be the more acceptable thing to do? I, I mean, that's I figured that it was the lesser of two evils. That that if I shit in the woods, I wouldn't risk sharting myself during. Yeah, because the thing is, if you can get away with it and no one sees you. You're uh, no one's none the uh, no one's none the wiser. Yeah, I, you're good. I buried it, and it's not. You can. You, what are you a cat? I did. I buried my shit. Yeah, I did. It's funny. I thought about myself as a cat while I was doing. I kicked it afterwards and went. <laughs> I buried the. I buried the. I shit. I think the last time I shit in public, I shit in someone's pool. <laughs> Duty. Because I really like the uh, the spray. You know the jets, and I put the jets against my butthole. And I gave myself an enema, and Ooh. a poop came out, and I was freaked out, so I grabbed the poop, and the poop was solid, and I grabbed it, and I catapulted it out of the pool <laughs> to the person's yard. That's this was when I was, like, 12. Okay, so it's been a while. It's been a while since you... It's been you, a while. Since it's you been a long time. The very first time I ever pooped in public, it was... Uh, it wasn't public. I mean, just outside. It was when I snuck out of my house when I was, like, 15 or 16 years old. It was, like, the first time I was... Uh, badass you know and went out snuck out of my house in the middle of the night to just do you know what we did we went down to the pier and fished it was like oh yeah we're bad we're sneaking oh, your stories end horribly we're sneaking out the pit we're sneaking out we're gonna do something bad like grab your fishing pole like we're gonna fish. catch some trout exactly or uh, striper and then we uh, and then so at the end of the night I went home to sneak back into my house and my parents had locked the doors on me because they figured out I was out of there and they locked me out so I couldn't get back in the house and I really had to take a shit and I went to go poop and uh, and I didn't pull my pants down enough so I pooped and it, like oh it, don't it, you just hate that that's happened to me it landed the right toilet. in my underwear and I put it back on and didn't it realize it was there in the inside of your underwear yes it landed like right in the crotch area yep and I put it on and it was like squirt and I was like shit what the fuck just happened and then I started crying and then I ran to the front door of my house with like shitty pants like I snuck out of my house can I come in and take a shot? what's better to confront your parents with after banging on the door to let you in uh, shitty pants or naked I'm guessing, I'm guessing, uh, I, I'd like to add a, th a third, like, hmm, 
I would guess shitted pants because you've already faced the punishment of sorts because you're in a negative situation. Like they're not gonna they're not gonna beat you or yell at you while you have shitty pants. They're gonna tell you to clean yourself up. So you so you want you have like a little period of time. If you're naked, your parents don't really care that you're naked. They'll just, they'll still beat the shit out of you. Uh, but I think the best case scenario of all of those is if you come back with bruises on you. If you if you come back like you got your ass kicked, I think they'll I think they'll accept you back into the house. I don't care how long you've been gone. <laughs> that would probably be the best the best option. But in that situation, they let me back in the house. So I was punished or whatever for a long long time, and uh, I used to sneak out of my house and I never pooped my pants again. That was the last time. Yeah, because it's crazy how you know it's just poop. <laughs> and uh, I've I've. I've done a lot of crazy things out in public, so I was a crazy kid. We we have someone that we have a texter that says the first time they pooed in public, it was they pooed into the ocean. <laughs> okay. You know what? That's not a bad idea. That's interesting. I, 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 I probably should have done that on the pier instead of, like, gone off to the woods to poop. I should have probably peed off, pooped off the pier. Yeah. It will decompose. What's worse? What's worse? Having somebody catch you pooping in mid-poop? Or somebody catching you fucking the ground, mm. like I, fucking a hole in the I, ground. I thought you were. I thought you were going to go to the jerk off route, which would be worse, like someone catching you poo or someone catching you jerking off. Uh, I think. I think the pooing. Oh, that's the third one. That would be somebody the th- catching yeah. you jerk off in the woods. Yeah, if you're jerking off in the woods, naked. You're naked. I honestly think. Oh God, okay, the fucking a hole thing. I, if you're crazy enough to be someone that's fucking a hole, you don't care about anything else. You don't care that someone's catching you. You're doing it because you want to be caught. So, yeah. So, if you are somebody that is in the woods fucking the ground, I don't think you care much about whether you get caught. So, out of these three situations, I think, like I said, I think you're you're uh, looking you're looking for it. It's like Jason Biggs fucking the pie. You know, like, he he's, he wants someone to He's catch just him a do horny that. guy. You're just a horny guy. Exactly. You want to be caught. If you're jerking off in public... Yeah, a lot of those guys actually want to be caught because... And also, it's the thrill of being caught. Exactly. Nobody want, you're, you're not getting a hard-on, hopefully, one, hopefully wondering, oh, maybe someone's going to catch me doing this. Exactly. The voyeuristic aspect of it is is the hopefulness that you get caught. I don't care. Anyone that's having sex outside... And I've, and I've done it, too. Like, like in, there's some part of you that... Having sex outside? Yeah, with somebody. Like, it's... It, there's some part of you that's thinking in the back of your mind it's exciting because you could get caught. You, so, so, so yeah, if you're fucking the ground, you're essentially having sex with somebody outside. And I think you could extend the same thing to jerking off, but I will put a caveat. If you're a kid at camp or something and you can't get alone time and you sneak off to the woods to go jerk off and you get caught, that's pretty fucking embarrassing. Whenever I camped with, like, the Boy Scouts and stuff, I never even thought about jerking off. The only uh, the only time I did would be like occasionally I'd, I would sneak off in the woods with a dirty magazine and like go like hide at night in the woods and go jerk off like once or twice. Go hide at night in the woods. Yes, and jerk off. Yeah, so, like a flashlight moving yep, up and down. Exactly, exactly like a flashlight. Look, I did it. I did it once or twice. My last one of my you're last wearing years. Your night vision goggles, jerking into the spank. <laughs> I wonder what color sperm is with night vision goggles. It would it be like green ooze. Would it be green ooze? It'd Everything be, is green. It tur- Fantastic it's, green. It's what mutated the Ninja Turtles. So, so Mutagen. I. So by the process of elimination, I would say that pooping in the woods is probably the thing that would embarrass you the most because. Because it's that's kind of a position that you're not used to other people catching you in, and it's sort of the, also that last barrier in a relationship between a guy and a girl that you know they can do everything else in front of each other, but they still don't poop. Like people usually poop alone. 
I, there's not I mean I, I always hate being in uh, in public areas when you're forced to poop in a public bathroom and someone's talking to you from the other stall I, I, I don't like that the, leave me alone leave me alone the, like it's one thing to talk to me when you're at the to have like urinal etiquette like hey, hey how's it going but like like urinal etiquette but but like stall etiquette so. stall etiquette leads me to believe that you are you are not supposed to uh, you're not not supposed to talk D- don't talk when you're in a stall with somebody don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Oh, so so there's a fly in my room right now, and I want to get it, but it's out of my reach. I don't want to risk blowing another fuse. So hopefully we'll stay where it is for the next for the next twenty minutes while I finish this show. Anyways, so so yeah, that's why I pooped in the woods today, and that's my woods pooping story. And yeah, all in all, Great, so we can move on from the pooping. No, 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 no. I didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> we're on to another poop story. Uh, PlayStation poop. No, uh, PlayStation announced the launch date for the PS4. It will be on November fifteenth. So ah, November fifteenth. And also, I want to mention that this past week. Uh, give a very big review and or not a review a very big uh promo and encouraging everybody that can or that enjoyed the original to go out there and download the DuckTales game. It's only 14.99. I believe you can get um a disc version in in stores that for some of the systems. I think there uh, PlayStation 3 and Xbox have or I think you have to wait actually for Xbox. Xbox it will not be out for another month or so. Uh for whatever reason Wii U and PS3 got it before Xbox. And but uh, just weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. The the Ducktales uh, uh, video game that's that just came out. It's a remake of the original Nintendo Ducktales. It's not an exact remake. They definitely expand the levels, up the difficulty level even more to make it. What about up. the music quality? The music Still quality like is one of the most amazing aspects of it. I was gonna get that to that in a second, but the music quality is so perfect. What they did is two things. First of all, they did modern. Uh, versions of the songs that that initially when you get the game it is really amped up like modern day soundtrack quality versions of the old songs and this game was also was done by Capcom the same and I was gonna say they uh, they amped the difficulty to like Mega Man levels so the 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 game is the game is like that difficult now it's as difficult as a Mega Man game so now I got a question. I got to ask you a question before you go on. Do you remember the end of the game? Was it Scrooge McDuck versus? That uh, Scottish duck and you yes. climb up a rope. Uh, that that was part of. It. There's a lot of rope cut climbing, and yes, there was. Uh, what is the Scottish duck's name? His uh, his rival, uh, Vaughn something. I, f- I forget what his name is, but we have bumped him to him a bunch. Vaughn McCracken. Vaughn McCracken. But the, one of the cool things about the game is they use all or as many as they can of the original voice actors from the Ducktales cartoon, uh, reprising their voices. So you get a lot of. Uh, DuckTales storyline. That's another thing that was added for the game. They added a storyline to it. The original DuckTales for the NES didn't have much of a storyline. It was just about Scrooge collecting shit. But the but the best one of the best aspects that they did with coming back to music is one of the unlockables in-game unlockables is you is when you beat it, you unlock the uh, original music that you can use instead of the new music if you want to listen to the original versions, the uh, the the 8-bit version mu- versions of the songs so they give you both options to listen to the new amazing uh versions that they do now or the old kick-ass 8-bit if you're in that kind of mood playing it the game itself looks beautiful very hand-drawn it's not it's not anything cookie cutter anything it looks like they got the disney 
uh, Disney animators to to make this look fucking beautiful. So great game. It's really it came out this past week. If you have a PlayStation Three or a Wii U, uh, please go out and download it. I believe it is also available on PC. I'm not quite positive about that, but it makes sense it would be. Uh, so go out and get that. And also next week. Make sure you download the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that's coming out. Oh, yeah. It looks so fucking kick-ass. It looks like Arkham City with Ninja Turtles, basically. I don't give a shit. A lot of people are complaining. Is that multiplayer as well? It is multiplayer as well. You can can hook up and play four-player, four turtles at once, or... We have to... You know what? That would be a great way to return to one versus one. That wouldn't be bad, doing a co-op Ninja Turtles episode. It would be would be neat. I, I got to uh, read some ins and outs about the game to make sure you can do local co-op. I'm pretty sure you can do local two-player co-op. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty positive about that. Uh, but uh, but if not, we, we can figure out some scenario to be able to play That'd that game. That'd be great. Because speaking of that and stuff, I found a way. I've done a lot of investigation and research, R&D, on uh, fixing our video delay on our, on our channel. Excellent. So, or, Excellent. Hey, my, one question is, we have two different options. We can go with somebody else's website, or we could maintain it on my website or whatever and stuff. I know. So. We're, we're John and I are going to get together tomorrow afternoon and talk and figure out the future of one versus one. But basically, we're going to get together or talk. We're gonna, we're, we're going to okay, talk. Okay, because I'm camping. We're going to conference call. Are you leaving tomorrow morning or no? Tomorrow afternoon. Okay, after three. So, so, so I'll call you. Get on the phone. Yeah, I'll call you in the afternoon. But I'll call, call you fear talk. not, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, one, one versus, versus one. one is coming back. It is coming back. Within the next uh, week or two, uh, we will have a new episode up. We're just figuring out the future of it, the format exactly. Uh, we're basically going to be the same thing coming off the come out the bat, same quality you're used to, uh, maybe even the higher quality as John was putting with uh, the tape delay, which I know a couple of you have reached out to me about seeing if ways we could fix that, and it looks like we have fixed that. And the, it's funny, the couple people that have reached out say it's more important in the fighting games. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it yes, do- very much so. It doesn't show. It doesn't. You doesn't matter as much in some of the other games. But in the fighting games, uh, our reactions are just we we especially at the end of matches because we yes. because you can tell who wins if you're watching closely you can tell who wins. But we, but we will definitely be back back with some uh, some one versus one. And the Ninja Turtles game will definitely be one of the ones we play. Whether it's me and John and I trading back the controller back and forth, playing in that co-op fashion if we have to do it that way. Yeah. But and uh, while you're waiting. For one versus one to return, come out and check out our YouTube pages. Yeah, check out Jace Down Studios, YouTube, Jace YouTube, Down Studios, and John. Oh, are you using? Uh, are you mainly using the uh, Jace Down one, not the John C. Riley one? No, I'm using the JC Riley one, but I renamed the JC Riley one to Jace Down Show. So awesome. search Jace Down Show on Gmail. Uh, Gmail Jace Down Show at uh on youtube yes and uh preferably if you want to check out my videos i'm doing a minecraft series called hey that's mine and it's <laughs> a super build of the beverly massachusetts or downtown beverly to be more precise it really is some I'm cool creating a lot of the buildings around that area to make it playable so when i do pour it over to a server people can actually have adventures or survival oh. or hardcore inside Beverly. Awesome. It, it looks really cool from what I've seen so far, and I, re, I, I respect the, the time you can put into that. I don't have the kind of patience to play to play that game and get into it. I'd yeah, because make... the newest one is, is uploading right now to uh, YouTube, and it's probably the most detailed and most time I spent on one building itself. So it's a complete video 
from start to finish. Awesome. So. Can't wait to see that. So definitely please subscribe to Jace Down Show on YouTube. And in that, as I mentioned earlier, you can also subscribe to, right now I think it's just Phil the Issues Guy. If you yep. search that and you can get, that's where you can see John and I's uh, Two Men, Two Camera video. And you can also keep track of, if you subscribe to that channel, all the Breaking Bad podcasts that will yep. be up every Sunday evening when I transfer my that, that upcoming Quark video. And the upcoming Quark video. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna switch over the Garrick video onto that channel as well eventually because my other channel, for whatever it's worth, I uh, I lost some control over that channel. So I want to focus uh, bring everything over to my new channel which I can actually uh, monetize. So that so that's important. I'm sorry. It's important. And you're gonna have to watch those stupid YouTube ads whether whether I monetize or not, it's either YouTube going to make because the money. The thing is, you watch those videos, you watch those damn commercials. We understand some commercials are really awful, and you don't want to. The sit one for like them. whooping cough. Do you, do you ever watch Hula? They have this like Jeff Gordon for the the race car driver talking about whooping cough, children's whooping uh, cough. It's just yeah, like it's horrible, that's dude. One thing, but the Levi's commercial about the rich kids. With oh yeah, that's fucking black that, kids dropping. I cannot stand. Dude, I want to punch video. those kids. Yeah, no, it's, it's. But every time you watch a commercial. You're supporting us. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so we, I know we're not supposed to encourage. We're not encouraging you to click anything. Don't click anything unless you want to. But don't but, use ad blocker on our sites. Yeah. Use it on everybody else's. But exactly. If you if you feel like you know once in a while you know you let it roll. If you feel like letting it roll, let it roll on Jace Down or Phil the Jace Down Show or Phil the Issues Guy page, and uh, that'll make us that'll make us very very happy. So I'm going to start to wrap things up and get into a little bit of a dynamite, uh, go through the news and like stupid news stories this week. You're welcome to stick around if you want. I don't know if you have to go, but uh, you're welcome. Well, I'm just waiting for my computer to uh, reformat and stuff, and I have an actual interesting story. Oh, yeah. You can start us off. Start, start us off, All sir. Right. Hello, ladies A bank intern in England named Moritz Earnhard found dead after working 72 hours straight. Jesus Christ. He was an intern working in a bank. The intern who died allegedly working for 72 hours with any proper break and leading uh, at a leading bank in the city of London has admittedly failed pressurized to succeed. <laughs> Morrison, her 21, was found dead. 21. 21 years old was Jesus found dead Christ. as he neared the end of a seven-week placement with Bank of America's Merrill Lynch Investment Bank. It makes you respect all those Koreans that play Warcraft for 20 hours a day. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing. But when you're running around constantly doing a lot of crazy things, it's it's insane. But he collapsed in a shower in his student flat in East London and made claims that he had worked through nine, eight times, worked through the night eight times in two weeks. In an attempt to oppress his bosses. Jesus. Turning home at 6 a.m. on three consecutive days. His office day began at 9 a.m. It has been claimed that he suffered an epileptic fit. A lot of people, you know, I guarantee you that, uh, you know, they'll probably agree with me. People in the banking industry, especially those those crazy ones like Deutsche Bank and Bank of America, like the big higher-up ones, probably in foreign countries, literally work to the bone where, like, there's a deal with a lot of local taxi cab agencies where you work all night long and they drive you to your house and then they actually stay there outside your house and give you enough time to shower, eat, and shave and then go back into the cab right back to work. Wow. 
Jeez. That's insane. That Can is you imagine insane. Working that hard. That's like again, like a Sims life. Like when they just pick you up and they just, you're just working. You, I no, I can't imagine working that hard. I know I a friend who did that. That was the craziest thing. I can't imagine doing anything, even something I love that much. I, you know, I, you need a break from it. But uh, a couple of texters are said, uh, Gotti. Gotti mentioned fucking a hole in the ground is kind of like American Pie without a pie. We did mention that good one, and he said, uh, or something I thought about that a lot back then. I'm not sure what what that was in reference to. Maybe pooping in, and maybe uh, jerking off in public, or or whatever. But that is ridiculous. And it reminds me of no, or the 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 person dead just made me think of a story I was listening on some cheesy morning show this morning going into work. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, hey, guess what? The, the, Wackity whack whack. Yeah, one of those type of shows. Okay, uh, this is Carlson and McKenzie yeah, telling you what's what. <laughs> oh, 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 you're crazy, <laughs> The only one I kind of like listening to now is uh, the one on night. Like, I have to give a lot of respect to the new station in town, 96.9. Like, at first, a lot of people were pissed off about the losing Fox Talk whatever but now the fact that it's like a hip-hop station like a secondary hip-hop station to compete with 94.5 and it actually plays old school they have like all the people that 94.5 fired like uh like the the, the former crew that did like the prime time 94 do the morning show and they're actually kind of funny they're not as what cruz not a cruz um romero yeah he yeah fired? yeah he's he's kind of funny he says a couple of funny things and he's not too <laughs> he says a couple of funny things yeah he's actually a graduate from my college oh cool cool i i, I listen to their show and they and 90 Six nine, I listen to a lot. They play a lot of uh, the hip hop I really enjoy. So they, so anyways. Uh, so I was listening to one of these radio shows. And they were talking about. Uh, I don't have this written down, so I'm paraphrasing a little bit. A 37 year old guy uh, was found dead. He was brought to a doc, the hospital, pronounced dead, and they brought him down to the morgue and they started to chill him. And he and he started to convulse and move and breathe. And and they he was like two seconds away from being like closed in the door of the morgue, and and he was actually alive. And the doctors fucked up. And what the doctors like in my 50 years of being a doctor, I've never I've never well, seen I've never it. fucked up this bad. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. But the the radio host put on a like there was one of those shows, but she said something like that that like actually made me think. Like she was like she was like, I want she's like, I wonder how many other people that's happened to. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's a funny crazy, story. Almost huh? killing somebody. Yeah, well, well, isn't that a funny story? Huh? Oh guess guess what? Oh guess what? Guess what? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know it's just so stupid but like it is an interesting point though like how often did doctors fuck this up i mean i i don't care you know i want to wait not the first time they've done that you, you know what that you know it's one of those things that's exactly my what i was thinking when i was listening to it i go if they this can't be the only time this has ever happened this is horrible it's worse than uh, injustice for all or that book you know with the guy in the coma and he could hear everyone around him I, well maybe that's worse i don't know I, no i guess that it is worse if you're like still alive and you wake up and you're like in a morgue like freezer and you and you suffocate inside a morgue freezer like that—that's—that's that's the worst way to go. A lot of people make you know it's an old, age-old, thirteen-year-old's conversation. Or somebody starts fucking you. Yeah, like think, thinking you're necro. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, like a necrophiliac the, attacks you. Yeah. Or they t- the, start uh, taking the attendant who's watching the dead bodies. Uh, accepts fifty dollars for some <laughs> creep to come in there and have his way with your butt. Or they steal you, your. You're uh, still alive, but you can't move. Or the or they or they st- or they uh or they steal your uh. 
They, they steal your organs. And uh, Gotti wanted to mention that the thing he used to think about all the time was jerking off at camp. Okay, so that makes sense. That makes sense. He's a horny co- guy. Yeah, he is a horny guy. And, and he's a guy that likes other guys. So being trapped in a camp with... My favorite bear right there. With lots of other guys must be a very uncomfortable experience. You know, because it must be... You're, you're turned on. I, he didn't even need the dirty magazine. He, he had the showers. as Showers were his dirty magazine. I envy gay, gay men. Cause, cause you're around so many he's other naked because he's showering. He's he's taking all mental photographs of all the guys around. Yeah, him. yeah, exactly. Hey, did you see that it's, game last night? It's oh, not like great, we. Yeah. It's not like we get to shower with girls. It's not like at junior high school or in uh, or in camps or whatever. We can. Gotti, why do you have a uh, boner? Oh no, I got a pee. Sorry. <laughs> oh my! Let me just see if I can. Like, I got an itch on my penis. Let me just rub it out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Gotti, uh, I'm gonna have you call in at the end for a last call and you can or you can if you if you if you if it's like a rage filled thing that you need to get out, feel free to call the number right now and leave a message. I haven't figured out a way to get multiple callers. I'll work on that for next time. You gotta do some Skype, man. Skype. I gotta do some I what I gotta do is have Skype and the Google phone that's going on at the same time. Exactly. Like I just don't I happen to not have Skype or on. Vent. Yeah. Vent. I used to have Ventrilo, but it's a pain in the ass to hook up. Skype is just Skype is just easy, and I and I and I do have uh, I I do have Skype and I can uh, I can turn it on I can turn it on I have that kind of ability. Cool. Hey, well I'm gonna let Gotti have a chance to chime in and stuff. And Excellent. I'm going to skedaddle. Uh, definitely. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for uh, you know yep. for all your love and support, even though you haven't. If you haven't checked out my page, go ahead and check it out. Do it. Rate, comment, do it. Subscribe. Subscribe. That show. Hey, that's mine. Email me at jacedownshow at gmail.com. There's going to be a lot of great uh, material coming up. Giveaways as far as brand, almost brand new games. Dead Space 3. Nice. You got Battlefield 3. For, you some reason I thought, for some reason, I thought you were about to say Braille. I thought you Braille. were going to say, well, there's going to be giveaways. Braille. Braille. <laughs> Braille. We're going to give away Braille books. A lot books. of video games giveaways are going to be coming up right here on the uh, the channel, so definitely check us out. Absolutely. Uh, and, only, uh, and only people who subscribe to my channel are eligible to win. It's going to be me and Jesse Poblin uh, the, doing a bunch of different cool things on YouTube as far as game reviews and awesome. everything right here. So. Awesome. All right, thank you very much. And Jesse, thank I you very much. You. I will I'll t- talk to you tomorrow. I'll talk right, to you man? tomorrow, yeah. And definitely check out Jace Down's show. Subscribe to his page. And uh, and if you want to support the old issues program, if you know, Jesse is, I believe, the uh, the, the fiancé or the husband or the close soon-to-be husband or whatever of uh, the former email female, Danielle, who used to call into the show. That's so. right. So uh, Ooh, I just had lunch. Uh, I had dinner with them last Friday. Yeah. So uh, so keep keep it all in house. Keep supporting the issues program by supporting Jace Down as well. Thank you, John. Yeah. Talk to you soon, Fantastic bro. Fantastic beards forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm finally done with my big work stretch of the summer and I can grow a beard now. I'm so happy. I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy. I don't have to be able to scare people at work with my beard. With Hooray! My... Hooray! Beard time! Yay! Anyways, talk to you soon, bro. Later, bro. Later. So that's John C. Riley calling in for a while. And we're going to have Gotti call in anytime he wants to if you're listening right now so he can get into what we wanted to talk about. Actually, it's funny that I'm glad you remembered because I forgot I forgot that you wanted to talk about that. I was like, well, I was like what are we going to talk about? Like, what do we have to cover that we that was like the hanging thing in the in the conversation? And it, I was thinking if it was Scrooge McDuck or something. So I'm go- while I'm waiting for Gotti, I'll get through a couple of uh, other news stories. Uh, NSA can spy on 75% of the online traffic. So apparently 
keep your porn to the 25%, I guess. Here we go. My uh, co-host of the wonderful Breaking Bad podcast, the highly rated and highly subscribed to. Uh, we, no, we're not. No, well, well the, our first episode it did very well in our first two weeks, and this episode has also done very well in the first two days of posting, especially considering we didn't put it up like right after the episode. So uh, we have our... Yeah, no. And actually, it's pretty long too. So. Oh, it's really, really long. It's really long. It's uh, a, yeah. it's a. Uh, we'll try to, we'll try to sum things up a little quicker next time. But it was, it, we had an afternoon, and we had both watched the episode two a couple times at that point, so it's easier to, to. And we just had a lot of say. things. Yeah, to I say. listened back. We, look, it was, it, I very much enjoyed it, and I, I check out. Please check too. out the first two episodes. I, I, I really liked them. And I actually got a really nice email from somebody that does that does the same thing. Uh, a, a a woman, mm-hmm. I, I wish I had her name, and I'll, I'll pub it on our show, uh, that does a response. She's a writer that's doing this, and she's trying to uh, she's trying to sum this all up into, uh, into 15, 20-minute uh, blurbs because her page isn't eligible for longer than that yet. So, so it's very oh, interesting God. to hear her try to sum that up, and she jokes about it like, this is take seven. I'm trying to get this all down to one. <laughs> so, it's, so, it's, so it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's a good thing that editing is like you know the, the heart of writing. It'll, she's going to come out of this with some serious skills. Exactly. So, so, uh, so, uh, so, thank you very much. I know you're probably not listening to this podcast. That's why I'm going to wait to talk about you and and say a couple of thank yous for your awesome for your nice email uh, and uh, on on the Breaking Bad show. So, so, uh, Gotti. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, one we, more thing mm-hmm. because um, while you and John were were um, promoting his show. Uh, spell Jace down. J A J as in John A C E D O W N. Jace down. Okay, it was it was hard to hear a couple of times, and I just wanted to make sure it was. Out yeah, there not clear. not race uh, down or Jace down. Yeah, no, I I understand. Yeah. It's it's uh it's it's the J sound isn't. I just go Jace down like it's French. Jace down. V V V. I am yes, back. J A C E D O W N. Yes. Got it. Jace down show. Cool. There. There we go, and so, and yeah, oh, oh. it was. Uh, it, I just wanted to cover the first two things. I I apologize. Uh, for, yes, I did have another technical glitch on the initial shut off, but what I what I did was uh, just stop the recording and then kept going with the recording. So so it it was mm-hmm. it was like it never happened. And if I didn't tell you about it right now, guys, you'd never know. There was mistakes in the in the replay, and uh, and then the second, and then I don't know if you heard the secondary. Uh, problem that i had which i'm i'm probably going to keep that in at a shorter just edit the the silence but uh i blew a circuit breaker in the middle of a in, in the middle of talking <laughs> i did hear you talking about that at some yes point. yes it's so so everything yeah. stopped and i and i did the circuit breaker. The, the trials and tribulations of a live show you know a live uh, of recording the tape so so that so it makes fun so so Gotti and i were talking on the on the breaking bad podcast please subscribe to fill uh fill the issues guy on youtube to check out those shows and uh we were talking about a lot of stuff and we're going on a lot of tangents uh like we went on a tangent about scrooge mcduck about the origins of him but one thing we kind of touched upon where we're talking about the best shows of all time and our favorite dramas and where they all rank and and you know what's up what's there what's what and and then we it led to talking about some overrated shows and and one show came up in particular, and that show was Mad Men, a show that I hear. And we stopped the tangent. Yes, we did. We did. We, st- we didn't 
Yes. We didn't. We, we did stop the tangent. There was no tangent there. There, there. there was no further tangent in that in that moment. We didn't expand upon that. In fact, I think I said, "Wait, stop. We'll we'll talk about this on Thursday." So. I tried watching, like, Gotti probably will be able to shed a little bit more light on this, this, this madman, but, and why he's so mad, but, but I, I, I only, I'm sorry, that was a bad joke, but it worked. I, I. No, that was really good. I, I can't believe nobody's ever made it that I've heard. That, that I tried, I tried watching the, the, the show a few times. I've tried watching the first couple of episodes a few times. And, and in both cases that I started watching this show, and, I, and what I hear is that this is the show that is the best drama on television. It's, 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 it's so tight between the numbers. You know, it, it's perfect. It's a perfect show. It's the reason why Breaking Bad hasn't won Emmys. You know, it's because this show is awesome. You know, this, this show is better than I, and I, and I understand people's taste might not lead them to certain. It's better than Game of Thrones. It's better than The Sopranos. It's better than whatever your show is that you think is the greatest. It's better than Deep Space Nine. It's better. I've never heard anyone actually say that, but you know what I mean. It's better than 24. It's better than the first season of Lost. It's the greatest show ever. This and I got to admit, and our our cousin, it's our, our cousin's favorite show is a show called The Wire. And I've had a similar problem with The Wire. Both these shows. For I this, actually really, really like The Wire. I, I haven't got past the first episode because I need to get into it. You know, I, I think the problem I have with The Wire is I have I need to watch it more to see where the humor is and where the light side is. Because the thing is, it it does it does grow to be funny, and it does grow to have the things that we were you know we talking, were talking about, about yeah. a show needing. The first episode put the me first, off a little bit. The first it it. it did me and I think it took me a few runs to get through the first you know the beginning like the beginning of the first season and then I was kind of like okay these are interesting characters Hmm. you know I understand them I also have a problem and I always have telling characters apart yeah like Seinfeld once said you know I'm the guy who's like oh so he's the guy from the beginning of the movie (laughs) So, so I guess, I guess the comparison I'll do it because I compare every. It's the show I compare a lot of things to. Is could you would would you make a Deep Space Nine reference in the sense that the first two seasons of Deep Space Nine are boring and slow moving, but they're very heavy on character development of learning about all these people to the point where the series takes off yeah. for me in the later seasons because we understand well, who these people are so well at the begin. It like it needs that it needs the plate setting to be to serve the meal later. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? I think so. I think they yeah they did a lot of the character development, and the other thing was that. Um, you know, if you look at, um, you know, forget the original series because it was a, it was a thing of its time and it, I don't know how much it grew, you know, it just, it, it, in other words, you know, it didn't suddenly turn into an advance in television series. No, no, definitely not. You know, it was, it was what it was. It it was what it was. And it was, and it was, it was good for the time period, but that time period, television changed for, you know, television's just a different thing. It's hard to compare shows. It's even like watching a show like Quantum Leap now. We t- I talked about this before. 
there's certain yeah. elements of importance in storytelling that is so important to people now because everything needs to make you know everyone's a private investigator so everything needs to make sense there can't be any like loose fuzzy math to a point you know what i mean it's like people have to be like oh that fits here that fits here oh hank's case wouldn't fly and hank's gonna get fired he better say that you know whereas in some other you know show back in the 80s or something that if Breaking Bad came out in the eighties, it would be a very different. It wouldn't come out in the eighties, but it would. Be, but you know what I'm saying? It's like there's certain tropes that, of shows like Quantum Leap, uh, uh, Magnum PI. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, like this um, is, oh, Miami Five O, Miami Vice. Like the, epi- you know, Miami Vice was about fashion. Yeah, um, yeah, and Quantum Leap was about friendship and goofy hijinks, so they sacrificed a lot of, like, yes. quote-unquote science and even technobabble for 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 friendship and goofiness. The oh, way- I mean, it was it was Little House on the Prairie with a time machine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It, it was like... Which isn't bad. No, I mean, no, it was, it was very good. it's not as watchable now as it It didn't as age it as well, yeah. It didn't age well, and it's not, like like... I can watch an individual episode of it, but when I try to marathon it, like I do other shows, when yeah. when Stephanie and I are like, oh, oh, she's like, oh, I've never really watched Quantum Leap. Let's watch it. And we watch like two episodes, and then we're like, okay, we've seen this. Time to wait a couple months and then watch another couple Quantum Leap episodes where something like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad when we first got into it or even, you know, or Sons of Anarchy or Walking Dead or anything, these newer shows that have the storytelling aspect that I think really... I'll still say it was set by Deep Space Nine. These long story arcs in this dramatic series in, in the sci-fi and the Sopranos borrowed from everyone. Everyone borrowed from it. Maybe there's a show before Deep Space Nine that did it, to, but not for me. Uh, Saint Elsewhere. Saint, was Saint Elsewhere similar to that? Okay. Saint, Saint Elsewhere had a lot of, um, you know, continuity and a lot of, you know, a lot of serious continuity, a lot of stories that would pick up even you know there was a nurse who left or doctor actually uh kathy martin she left in like mm-hmm. second season after this whole long story about there being a rapist at the hospital who was then shot by a nurse and she sort of just disappeared and one day you're you know you're sitting there you're in the er watching this episode kathy martin walks in somebody says Kathy, where have you been? And she says, around. And she- Hello? Hello, did I lose you, Gotti? I lost you. I'm going to call you back. Sorry. Connect. What the heck happened? I lost Gotti, but I'm going to try to get him back. But St. Elsewhere is a show, just to bridge the gap while I'm, uh, while I am... <laughs> Well, I'm trying to figure out what the heck happened to the phone line. Oh, uh, network error. What? Isn't isn't this just the freaking way today? So we got a network error. So let's let's connect, Gotti. The only episode of visit page. Come on, email. <laughs> the only uh, episode of Saint Elsewhere I remember is the episode in which Howie Mandel dies. It, it was uh it was it was like Howie Mandel dies and goes to heaven and stuff. It's such it's such a weird thing to me that with everything that Howie Mandel became and who he is, that he ended up that he came from a show like Saint Elsewhere, and uh, or I, I don't know if that was Howie Mandel's first thing. I'm pretty sure he was a stand up comic first, but but I think his first real success was in Saint Elsewhere. So so I, I mean maybe I should revisit it and go back to that series and 
and look at it and try to compare it to other shows that we've uh, that have been similar. Let me uh, let me call Gotti back and get him on the phone. Calling Gotti. Calling Gotti. Calling. I. Hello. Yes. Yeah, so, so to, so, so sorry to, you got cut off mid sentence because of, because uh, yeah. of, of Google Phone. Um, but, but uh, that St. Elsewhere really, you were talking about some, like having it having continuity and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there were a lot of things that, that happened like this where they would remember things and they would bring up, they would finish little bits of a story years later, like the way they sometimes are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in this case, you know, Kathy Martin was gone. Nobody knew where she, I mean, not, you know, she just left basically. And people were kind of like, we're, you know, we're, she's not around. And one episode, she walks into the ER. Somebody says, Kathy, where have you been? And she says something like around. And she walks right out the other door to the ER. And that's it. We don't see her. <laughs> but it, it ties up the question of, okay, Kathy's out there being the loopy person that Kathy is. And she felt like walking through the ER that day. So, you know, yeah. So it, she's it, in this world that she's in the world, you know, that it keeps, it makes the yeah. world alive. Unlike, unlike again, I guess one of the easiest ways I could put it in the sense that when you look at, when you look at eighties television shows to a certain point, it seems like a hollow world. You know, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the the world's real. It feels theater theaterish, like a projection yes. of theater, and that's and that's basically how television started out with basically just doing plays in front of cameras, and and that stuck with it for a big period of time. You watch shows, and I think it works very well in shows like I Love Lucy and then The Honeymooners and stuff like that. And I think then then when television changed a little bit, I think shows like The Brady Bunch and All in the Family and things like that. Like I know, it's weird to compare All in the Family and the Brady Bunch, but I think they opened up the world a little bit more, you know. But even All in the Family feels like a stage show sometimes. The way they come out yeah, with well, the song and the the way the way all that happens, it, it definitely feels like a song. It was really in the '80s that things started to change change in in cinema and television and to 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 try to get a little bit more of a focus of of reality or that heightened reality. And it was and it was measured in there with shows like Saint Elsewhere and in and in some movies here and there that were doing it. It was more happening in movies than on television. In television, it was still the... Absolutely. I mean, still through the 80s, a television actor, a movie actor who started doing television was, you know, taking a step down in Oh, yeah, like a, jo- like a joke. There's... Now... It, it, now it's, it's commonplace. And it, for people like Gary yeah. Sinise, uh, for... For uh, there, there's a lot of people I can think. Of, you know, a lot of the people that came on Law and Order were movie stars. You know, uh, Paul Giamatti and you know, and uh, mm-hmm. the guy that just passed away was on Law and Order, uh, and he was a movie. Not Paul Giamatti. Paul, uh, Paul, his daughter won an Oscar. Yeah, for playing Paul. The hooker. Um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, Servo. She was in Paul Romeo Servo and is, is is it like something Paul that Servino. Paul Servino. Paul Servino. Good teamwork. Paul Servino. Uh, and and there and there's like lots of other examples that I'm just not thinking thinking of right away that aren't just I mean there's people that in on HBO shows and and Kevin Spacey going mm-hmm. to do House of Cards now uh you know lo- lots of different situations but but what's interesting I love the original so much I can't watch that I haven't wa- it's funny I haven't watched the original yet and I see it on Netflix too I want to check it out do you think if I in, if I it's, enjoy the Kevin Spacey one I'm probably not going to enjoy the British one 
I don't know. Um, I will say that the British one, the thing, the British one, the first two series are are better than the third. Mm-hmm. The the third is 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 pretty, you know, it's good enough. Um, but Ian Richardson is just think of any psychopath and a sociopath that you know he's is he, is, he, is he frank in the series is he the guy who plays frank or, or whatever his name is the main francis francis yeah, the main character frank. frank yeah yeah it's frank it's, it's frank and it's yeah it's frank it's frank they i guess they call him francis in the uh in the in the american series as well so so i'll be very interested yeah. to check that out uh i do have to say that in a lot of cases I historically for myself in remakes from British versions into United States versions, I tend to enjoy the British version better. I am one of those people that hates the American office. I can't stand it. And I, I very much enjoy the British version. And there's a couple of other examples of situations like that. So, so I'm very interested to check out that series and see, and see how I, Oh, it's like the, it's like the American shameless. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm such a fan of the British shameless that I watched like the last series, which is, some of the worst television ever made. <laughs> so isn't just, it just is, because? Isn't know, it interesting that when when you when you fall in love with characters or a storyline, you'll follow them into crap. You know, you'll like you'll watch crappy yes. stuff, crappy stuff just yes. just just to just to finish it off. Just for the few moments that work, but but um, but I I um, nah, I don't remember what I was going to say. The one thing I will say is that the very beginning of the British, uh, the British um, House of Cards. Yes. Is um, it feels a touch slow, mm-hmm. but I think that's a mark of the era. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll I'll definitely let, let yourself get into it. You know, yeah, yeah. I and I and I do, I do I unfortunately that's a good note for me because I do do that a lot where I'll you know get bored quickly and then and then not revisit something. So I will I will definitely check it out. And one thing I wanted to mention that I heard on the news to connect to our previous topic where we were talking about uh, movie actors going to television. Funny enough, the mm-hmm. highest paid actor on television is Mark Harmon. Mm-hmm. And Mark Harmon got contracts in television post his little stint in movies like Summer School and stuff when he was almost a movie star. Right. And that's basically, and he was so likable that people are like, we want him on TV. And that, he parlayed his movie and that was sort of, he was one of the firsts that like gave up what you could, know, could have been a movie career. You know, Steve Gutenberg should have done Where he got it. his start? Where, where was that? Elsewhere. Real interesting. Okay, so so it's yeah. so it's not a um, it's 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 interesting to me. And I when when we got disconnected for a second, I was talking about it's it's strange to me that was Saint Elsewhere Howie Mandel's first big gig, or was he already in, or was like uh, it, it, or, or, it so, was his first big gig. Yeah, I mean, was he, it be- he had been working as a comic. Was but. it was it before um, Walk Like a Man? Do you remember the movie Walk Like a Man that came out, or was that I? I think that came out during St. Elsewhere. I could be wrong. Okay, I'm just curious if people knew him as, like, if if he was initially a, a dramatic had, actor and then people were surprised when he came out and did Walk Like a Man. It was just uh, was how he was himself. It was, like, stand-up comedy. He how had he been up. on, like, Johnny Carson as a comic. Okay, so people knew him as a comic. And so St. Elsewhere was, a, was, yeah. was sort of a stretch for him. Like, did he do a lot? I mean... The, the only episode, like I mentioned, the only episode of St. Elsewhere I saw was that episode I watched with you when I was a kid when Howie Mandel's character dies or, and goes to... Honestly, he's a terrific actor. Okay. I, I... In fact, in fact it, it always confused me when he went on... Because his, his, um, his 
comic persona was this like wacky, yeah, yeah he, reality guy. It's almost annoying. <laughs> his, and, his, his comedy yeah. thing is almost on the verge and, of annoying. And Wayne, um, oh, what was doesn't matter. Yeah, his character matter. on St. Elsewhere was just a little toned down from the persona you see on like America's Got Talent. Yeah. It's it's interesting. You know, he was a doctor and he sometimes got serious. It's interesting to me when some comics or people that are can be great actors, but they kind of in a strange way choose not to be. Another example of someone I, that I think is the, the, the biggest example of this is, uh, is Marlon Wayans, who was so amazing in Requiem mm-hmm. for a Dream that that in his performance was like moved me. And then he goes oh, off. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, yeah. He was the friend in that. And then he goes and does right. movies like white chicks and stuff. And it's, and he's just horrible with whatever he does. It's like, it's like, why do that? Why not try? Why not act? It, I mean, maybe someone, no, maybe he doesn't get cast for parts, but you know, maybe he doesn't go to auditions. You know, when, I don't know. Yeah, but it seems to me that the Wayans brothers could probably put on a production if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, and like and hire a, hire a Spike Lee to write a good script or hire, you know, friggin' uh, Francis yeah. Ford Coppola to direct it or something. You know what I mean? Somebody. Like one of the one like some one, one of the best directors out there. Hire Woody Allen to direct it. Like have him go in a Woody Allen movie or something. Produced by the Wayans brothers. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just think when someone yeah, yes, yes, when I, someone I can do something like that, like and they and they choose not to, it's 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 I'm all for people and there are some actors that do this that will do like a serious role and really push themselves. Robin Williams, in a sense, tries to do serious roles. Uh, even Robert Downey Jr. is a great example. He'll do like a joke movie like Tropic Thunder, and then he'll go do a very serious serious movie in his career like Chaplin or something or weird science and Chaplin or he, he doesn't it doesn't matter he'll mm-hmm. go back and forth between doing like a serious movie and like a really jokey type of thing and because he's good at both and and it just bothers me when when someone that can do both chooses to be, be boring and do just one thing that they can do I can talk about poop and be goofy but I can also talk in depth about a television show if I just talked about poopy all the time it wouldn't be good you know, I'd be missing one part if I wasn't talking in yeah. depth about, you know, theater crap and all that stupid shit I know about. I mean, but this show, I like to be a little bit more off the cuff and a little bit more whatever. That's hence part of the reason why I want to do this other show. So I want to wrap things up here. So we're going to get into our final issues, our rage fill. So let's get into this Mad Men thing. So like I said, where we started this amazing tangent. This, this <laughs> is why, because you were talking about how it gets all the hype. It gets it all the hype. all the hype in the beginning. And uh, what, I was, saying, what I, I was saying was I only watched a few episodes. And this is how we started on the, on the tangent with because I said the same thing. I was like, I similar, right, feel right, similar right. as The Wire. And, and that... I've only watched a couple of episodes and I was highly bored of it. What is your opinion and what do you have to say about Mad Men? Go. <laughs> Early on, it got all the hype because the guy's hot. It, <laughs> well, you know, is but that, is, no, it got the hype because they looked like the sixties and they acted like the sixties and everybody was like, Oh wow. I can't believe they did that. You know, that Betty threw the, you know, shook off her picnic uh, blanket just and left everything on the grass or that they, the way that they, you know, dealt with women or they were smoking indoors all the time. And it was this, you know, interesting representation with a pretty good storyline about, you know, what was going on with this, this ad agency so, and how oh, it, it seemed like it was going to promise that what 
to show us what how advertising developed. Okay, so so visually, and so and I get I get it in the sense where visual visually that it wanted to go for something similar to the like the movie uh, Spielberg movie Catch Me If You Can, where it's like very time period piece. And I get what you're saying that people were looking at that and probably impressed with the way it looked and the costumes and uh, and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. but the, but what you're saying is it was a like a big 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 lots of foreplay with no payoff and it just kind of sucks like is it just like well yeah now now it's just like i i they have so many damn characters i can't tell who's who or why it, it, it there's no real sense of why anybody does anything it sounds like you're talking about the loss. situations that the it it would yeah, it, it, it like, would be like Lost if the beginning didn't turn out to be bad too. Oh, <laughs> if the beginning okay, in retrospect okay. didn't turn uh, out to be. Okay, I think everything in Lost up to and it's only halfway through season one, up to the point where Locke sees the light in the in the uh, the thing in the the uh, the hatch. Once you see once you yeah. see the light, uh, once you see the light flash up, everything that happens after that is proceedingly goes downward. Just like everything that happens yeah. in Heroes after I know you probably didn't watch Heroes, but everything that happened in Heroes after I didn't, but I after Spock got stabbed. Everything that happened after Spock got stabbed, and the fact that like all of season one, the whole entire season one of Heroes is great television, is freaking great television. And, and, but everything that happens after season one of Heroes is hit or, is very hit or miss. Occasionally, you get a couple of good episodes because you have good actors on that show, uh, and and I really appreciate the acting, especially by Spock. By also, I'll, I'll respect him enough. Zachary Quinto and uh, Miles, whatever his name is, and a couple of the other actors that I uh, that I enjoy mm-hmm. that I enjoy their performances on an individual basis. But the writing and the storyline, the direction. Talk about a show that just kind of ignores its own. Uh, its own lore and its own rules it's a show like uh even more than heroes i mean even more than what lost did but with lost i feel like like right after we right after they go down the they go down the chute to meet desmond once they see desmond and everything like that's when everything just goes downhill because then yeah because of the, the the Dharma thing, we start getting into the whole Dharma initiative, which which I don't mind it as an idea if it was just labeled in there. But but the first season seems so like the first lead up to that seems so magical. It seems like anything's possible in this world, you know, and it's so focused. And then and then suddenly the island just keeps getting bigger and bigger and big. You know, there's like there's like a whole other civilization. There's houses. There's a there's a housing complex over on the other side. You know, it's a, it's all weird. You know, I don't know. It gets it gets strange. Yeah, it, it's just it, yeah. Quickly. And, and the thing with Mad Men is it's now so. I mean, I, so you I enjoy don't the first care season about. So you you enjoy the first what? season. I said you enjoy like the beginning of it. That like you say the Yeah, the f- I, I I did. And then it disappointed but, you. <laughs> but you don't like the characters yeah. enough to continue on with the show because there's too many characters and it's hard to care about anybody, right? Is that because they're I mean I I I watched it through the last season, but I would watch the show and afterwards I wouldn't know what happened. <laughs> I just I'd just be confused, like, like kind of just looking and, and like, what what did he just, what subtle thing that's going to win some Emmy for no reason? Yeah, it's just do it's like, like it's it, it seems to me that like it it's the 
television version of that movie that ends up winning the Oscar every year over the good over the movie that should. And it's uh, I'm trying to think of an example of it. It was uh, that one about the guy that stuttered a couple years ago. What what was that movie? The Knights the Knights uh, uh, the the King the King's no, speech the King's, the King's speech beat something that it shouldn't have beat. That movie was terrible. Yeah, and that movie is the exact example of what I look at. Even though I haven't watched a lot, but I look at Madman as a little bit like it was. It's just made to win awards because you know it's supposed to. And it's it's so like I said, so neat and clean around the edges in the way that yeah, I'm gonna piss off a lot of people here, or people aren't gonna care or know what the hell I'm talking about. I hate the play, the importance of being earnest. I think it's boring and stupid. I think the conversation is stupid. There's nothing philosophical about it. It's stupid. It's right. Oh, a bumblebee. Oh, do you get a bumblebee over there? I've got a bumblebee over there. In every theater award competition you go to, there's always someone doing a fucking scene from that play. Mm-hmm. It is stupid. It's not like Waiting for Godot, where, like, I had someone trying to, oh, it has a deeper meaning, like, Waiting for Godot. No, it doesn't. It's just ridiculously boring and dry and not, and I like dry British when it works. It's not dry British anything. It's just a play so Americans can do crappy British accents and try to win stupid theater awards. That's all that play is meant for. It has no significant meaning. Irish. (laughs) Exactly. It's stupid, and that's how I feel about, uh. It couldn't even be British. Yeah, yeah. You, the bloody wood and the shitty butt. Oh, I got the bumbery up my ass. Oh, if you've got a bumbery, I need a bumbery. Oh, do you know if bumbery's going home tomorrow? I need bumbery up my bumbery. Oh, I need my bumbery in my bumbery. Speaking of things that are just obvious as shit, that, like w- Wentworth Miller came out as gay. I, didn't he already do that? I, didn't we already know that Wentworth Miller was gay? Is this news? I, Is this really news? Okay. Didn't my my friend. Roger, my gaydar went off. Told me he's like, he's like that guy's gay, and I was like, you know, I had thought earlier, like, you know, that would be nice, but I'm like, he's not gay. He just said it on TV, and Roger's like, that is, or I'll do his Roger's accent. He 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 had this like frat boy accent, <laughs> even though he was French, and he was like, it, it's a long story, but. <laughs> That's the most naive thing I ever heard anybody say. <laughs> and um, he's like, he's like, believe me, we had a good time in Prague. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I believe you. <laughs> like, so he, so he, so he, like, he knows Wentworth biblically. That in the in the sense that he's claiming. I don't know if that's what he was saying. Or he or was fl- maybe he was in like, a similar place and flirty with them, and well, obviously. It was just- partying and having yeah i don't know i don't know if you know where like i i I, anyway where i go okay so you'd already always thought right didn't believe it okay you didn't believe it when i was i watched prison break another example of a show that was really good and kind of captivating for the uh oh yeah and then lost it it. but but i did care enough about the characters to watch the end of the series and the ending movie. And it all sucked except for season one. But the only uh, part of it is one of my favorite television actors. Um, The guy that really should have been cast as Freddy Krueger if they were going to cast anybody but Robert England. Uh, Robert Niepler, Mm -hmm. whatever his name is. I forget what his name is. But he he played Teabag on on, uh, Prison Break. And he was also on Heroes in the last season of Heroes. And he's just wonderfully creepy. He just is one of the best creepy television actors. But anyways, I'm watching Prison Break. And he's supposed to have a relationship... Uh, the love affair with uh, with with 
with the chick uh, from The Walking Dead, uh, Sarah, whatever her name is. But uh, a lot of people know the per- uh, person that got uh, that uh, Rick's wife on The Walking Dead. So they're supposed to have this sort of love connection thing, and I'm watching him. He's a decent actor, but he's not a good enough actor to play be, have, having interest in a woman, a woman that he's supposed to love and with all this depth. Just the way he talks to her and touches her and every interaction, physical interaction they have, he looks like he's he looks very fragile around the woman. And not like, not like a, I mean, I'm a feminine man that likes women but not like that he was just like he didn't want to be you know like gross you know it's just it didn't it didn't work you could just you could snuff up at least i did it was one of those like my my gaydar went like to the point where i would just tell people oh he's gay like i thought i heard that before and then i read this in the news yesterday and i'm like wait a minute wait a minute didn't we already know this wasn't it always already uh considered but i guess it wasn't so I, I want to end things off. I, I, oh. oh, what were you? What were you saying? All I can say is, like, I got an "I told you so" from from Beyond the Grave. Spooky. <laughs> you you got a, you got visited in a dream. I told you so. God, dude, I told you so. God bless you, Roger. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Roger. You but, told me so. So I'm gonna close things off with my uh, final. So basically, uh, to end things off about uh, your Madman. Uh, Mad Men is an overrated show at this point. You, it's it started off as something good, but the storyline was ended up not being compelling enough to to take it to the next level for you. Is that that, that a good description of it? So, and now it's just kind of is uh, there. Yes, it's just a big messy, complicated mess. Yeah. Speaking of mess, speaking of accomplishing nothing, big messy com- messes. My final issue of the day. Here we go with some music. Sorry, it might be loud for a second if you're... Quite all right. Well, I can't speak for anybody else. Oh, okay. I meant for you, as long as you... I'll turn... We can turn um, deficit. Here you go. I, I have sound control. Now, what I love about music is you can just kind of mumble while, as long as the music's playing. Yeah. No, everybody. My final issue of the day, I had a lot of them. I mean, I didn't get into a lot of my news, but I obviously would always, always rather talk to wonderful people like John C. Riley and Gotti than talk about silly news like a 12-year-old girl in Michigan playing dead as she was attacked by a bear. There was also a situation that happened where this guy went in uh, recently this week to uh, to try to shoot up a school in a, uh, in, in I forget, it was in South Carolina or somewhere in the South. And, uh, and uh, he ended up shooting some cops, and then this woman who worked for the school talked him down in the school by, and you can hear these the audio tapes. I'll try to get them for next week, where she's like, she basically is like, "Listen, honey, I know I used to, my husband left me too, and I thought about killing myself for a while, but things get better. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this, honey, honey, honey. I'll walk out with you arm and arm." It was like watching like you know Jackie in a in, wow. in a uh, in a movie you know in, in like a in like a prison in a uh, bank robbery movie like it like if she was in Cadillac Man and talking to Tim Robbins you know it's like Jackie starring in Cadillac Man <laughs> oh you get out of there you you go I'm Jackie Jackie choo 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 S- such an underrated person. I love Ladybugs, her and Rodney Dangerfield. All of a sudden, she's shooting weapons from Star Wars. Exactly. Choo, 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 choo. So the, the story I wanted to say to end things off here was, with Princess Diana apparently was murdered by a British soldier. 
Scotland Yard is looking at new information relating to the deaths of Princess Diana and Dottie Fade, including a claim that they were murdered by a British soldier. Now? This is coming out now? How many years has it been since she died? Uh, now. Do we care? Do we really care? Do you care? Do, what, what's this? I mean, the more important thing is, what's this country's obsession with the royal fucking family? Why do we care so much about that? Because it's something we don't have. We could have a, pres a, a king. We, we chose not to. We left them because they were stupid. And they don't even consider those people. Those people don't even have any power anymore, really. They just sit around and wrinkle their chains and look at the gold and, and have carried off inbred family bullshit with big ears and ugly babies. And, oh, the baby was born. Oh, we care about the baby one. And it's on the cover of our tabloids. Don't we have enough star bullshit with the with with Gul Dukat and his daughters and shit and like and all that other stuff that's happening? I mean, it's it's getting carried away. I mean, maybe I'm being like maybe this is just me. Maybe I, a lot of people do care about the British family and all that crap. I I just don't. Do we care about the uh, the Japanese culture and like the uh, the emperor and the history of the emperors? Why don't we hear about what's happening on with the emperors? Like why don't oh we? Oh my god. I Empress Musaki, yes. I want to know about Empress Musaki, yeah. I want to know about that. I want to know about that more than I give a shit about Princess fucking Diana. But anyways, maybe I'm being cold. Do you care about this Princess Diana death? I'm sorry. Am I, am I, am I wrong here? Uh, you know, no, because... It's been settled. Yeah, it's been settled. It's, mean, it's over. The French settled it, and the British settled it, and the whoever settled it. And people at Scotland Yard are rolling their eyes. You know, in fact, one interview I'm getting it from, there was an interview where the, the guy, sat, you know, an inspector or a former inspector who worked on the case uh, just rolled his eyes and said, this is done. We're, what? We have the answer. Why are people bringing this up? It's like, it's like I just want to just know. play that Matthew Broderick quote at the end of Ferris Bueller. It's over. Go home. The movie's over. Leave. Yeah, it's it's, it's that's that's pretty much it. It's done. I mean, it's it's. I don't it's care. trying to turn it into one of those eternal royal mysteries, which it just no, isn't. It was a crash. It happened. The tabloids fought him. It's been settled. Yeah, murder, whatever. It. She's dead. It doesn't matter anymore. I, I, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I don't wish anybody death or wish anyone any sadness. I might, you may not understand that because I say a lot of things off the cuff, but I really am like, you know, love people and love human nature and all that sort of stuff. But really, I don't give a crap about this. Anyways, Gotti, thank you for calling in and and everybody out there, You're please welcome. check out, uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, Phil the Issues Guy for the Breaking Bad and tune in for 1030 on Sunday where we'll be doing our Breaking Bad podcast and also check out my website, issuesprogram.com and you can call or text in 24 hours a day, seven days a week to 781-990-8509, 781-990-8509. I appreciate it and check out all my other friends at the Landa Esh too. I'm going to be playing a promo right now and then end the show. Thank you everybody. Have a good week. Get ready to get your nerd on. Kick the week off right with games, gadgets, and general geekery from the ladies of the Electric Sisterhood. On Tuesdays, get your pop culture news and reviews with a pure Bostonian perspective on the Boston Bastard Brigade. Geek Agro is coming at you on Wednesdays to fill what's left of your cerebral cortex with the hottest beats to get you on your feet. Then on Thursdays, you have me, Phil the Issues Guy, presenting the Live Issues Program. It's going down each week only in the land of Ash. Nerdcore, 
at its finest.